really We're quickly, in? but maybe but maybe it's fine. Okay, I'm out of practice, you guys. I'm... Yeah, I know, aren't we all? But anyway, are you talking about the podcast yes, now? But the band is back together now, so that's all that matters, eh? Woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shall um, we do the um? Shall we do the what's um, introduction? Yeah, that one. Yes. Yeah, I welcome forgotten. to Opera Bluffs. We've all forgotten. <laughs> well, welcome to Opera Bluffs with me, Catherine Young, with me, Emma Collins, and me, Neve Collins. Woo! And we're back. Right, talking about. Can I be um? One thing that people used to be mean to me and say at school was my name was Catherine Bum. Which is not funny. But maybe I should take ownership of it. And become Catherine Bum. Yeah, I'm Catherine Bum. <laughs> I quite like it, actually. Yeah? Definitely. Or you could be Young Bum. It's unusual. Young Bum. Young Bum. Ah. Young Bum, Catherine, you Bum. Why were you Catherine Bum? People why, mean to me. why was... What was the... Oh, I'm talking like young kids. You know how young kids are horrible. They're just horrible. Because young like, sounds like bum. Yeah, but it doesn't, does it? I mean, it really, and even then I was like, oh, nice try, idiot. <laughs> Which makes you lots of friends calling people idiots. I know. Well, I was, I was, of course I was like, <laughs> you're so funny, be my friend. <laughs> you're so funny, I'm witty. I learned a fact during the week, guys. I don't know if it's like, I think it's true. Uh, and it's got to do with opera, sort of. So did you know, okay, do you know what a Murphy bed is? Yes. Kathy, do you know what a Murphy bed is? A Murphy bed is like, you know, a bed that can be... Lives in the wall. Yeah. You can like... You oh, can you push pull it, it out. Yeah. Like in New York. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly yeah. like that. And exactly New York. Because I think it was invented in New York by a guy called something Murphy, obviously, right? And the <laughs> reason that he invented the bed was because he was wooing a young opera singer... But it was improper for a woman to be in a man's bedroom, but he only lived in a studio and couldn't have her over without her being in his bedroom. So he invented the Murphy bed oh so that he could have, yeah, the opera singer over and it not be improper. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Wait, did she know? That's scandalous. That he, yeah, exactly. Did she know that he, she was actually in a bedroom? She thought she was in a living yes. room and she's actually in a bedroom. She's like, where are your other rooms? That's quite rapey. <laughs> It's quite. Yeah, it oh. is. Oh, God. Okay. So step into my bedroom. Ha <laughs> ha, you're already there. <laughs> Get it for you. Oh. <laughs> That's a good question, though. Is she like, do you just live in this room? Do you sleep standing up? Yes. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he could have just, he could have painted a door on the wall as if there was another door. Oh, you know? like in Looney Tunes. Like in Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> on the rock face, yeah. <laughs> and this is my east wing. <laughs> But you can't go in there. Don't go in there. It's very messy. <laughs> There's a rose that loses its petals. <laughs> and everyone dies. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like Bluebeard's castle. Oh, I've got an opera bluff. You ready? Yes. Now, everybody look at their WhatsApp. Obviously, our, this will have to be... It's a visual... Okay. Visual. Everyone, um, not including the listeners. <laughs> no, listeners. No, we're that. not in our no, WhatsApp group. No, we're not group. that. We don't have a WhatsApp group for the listeners yet. But that's not a bad thing. Next. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Who is this? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, it, okay. To describe to the listeners, we've been sent a picture of a woman entirely 
made of gold, kind of like the Oscars statue, but it's not. She's n- wearing heels. She is wearing heels. She's very shiny. <laughs> uh, she's her That's arms my contribution. Crossed. <laughs> arms crossed and wearing like a robe. Is it Marion Anderson? Nope. Is it is a singer? Uh, yes. I'll give you that it's a singer. I think it's a singer. Great. Does it is have it? something to do with opera? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. It might have something to do with opera. It looks like Marion Anderson. Well, that's... Yeah. Do you know what? Now that I look at it, it it, it resembles Marion Anderson more than it resembles who it is. Um, for listeners, Marion Anderson... Marianne Anderson, we've used her sound clip actually, um, I think on the Susanna Siebers uh, episode, but she was this black singer who just broke every, She's amazing. broke down all the barriers and like just, uh, she paved the way for many, many, many singers after her and she many, was many. just, so she's just a hero. Who are, operatic hero, Marianne Anderson. Um, who are we actually looking so at wanna... then? Okay. If it's not Marianne Anderson. Okay. You ready? Wait, so Shall what, I what, what, yeah, who are we? Right, ready? It is Maria Callas. <laughs> is it? Really? Did, did she? Have they ever seen a picture of Maria Callas? <laughs> I know. Have you actually seen a picture of Maria Callas? Said sculptor. Because the thing is, it's not even meant to be. I don't think like an obscure. You know, like like yeah. statue where it's like this is an elephant, and you look at it, and it's just a stone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. This is uh, yeah. It's, it's, uh, I think, like for like, I know. She looks like Gandhi, lads. <laughs> she does a little like Marie Callas. She has her arms. I'll give her that. Her arms. And, and I'm sure she has those shoes, right? I'm sure she probably owned those shoes. But um, yes, no. This it's a beautiful unveiled. sculpture. Doesn't look anything like Marie Callas. Uh, <laughs> yes, beautiful. it's very odd. Well, it was unveiled in um, this week in Paris. I think. Oh, it's this I week. Really actually, read the story. Oh no, I feel bad because yes. the sculpture will be alive. Oops. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, and and obviously, oh no, a big pardon. Sorry, it was erected in the Greek capital of Athens. Athens. Okay. No one pronounces it like that. Maybe we should just um, just say congratulations on the amazing sculpture of Marian Anderson <laughs> because it's lovely and she needs her own sculpture too. <laughs> it's a really lovely sculpture of Marian Anderson in Athens. <laughs> In <laughs> Famously, Marian Anderson, Opiscopolis. Yeah. <laughs> no offense to anyone. So that was my that was my opera club this week. I see. Um, That's amazing. That's amazing. It doesn't look anything like Marie Callas. It looks like it's a very beautiful sculpture. It's gold and it's there's a big flowing. Also, if I were um, Maria Callas and I had lost famously a lot of weight for my career. Um, because everybody talks about that when they talk about Maria Callas. I'd be annoyed if there was a sculpture of me and I'm essentially wearing a gold sack covering all of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's very beautiful, though. Her face looks like a lion. Has anyone I else seen that? I never remember her wearing a sack. No, she never wore a sack. That's the thing. When she was, like, thinner, she she always, you know... I'm not saying she always got her kit off, but she always got her kit off. <laughs> she, she just wore tight things. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Maria Callas, that notorious streaker. <laughs> <laughs> Little known fact. <laughs> so, there you go. That's the, uh, that's that's the episode this week. Well done, guys. You both lost. Yeah. <laughs> um, Neve, do you have any open questions? 
No, no, because now I'm an expert. Like, I'm not the pleb anymore. I know everything. <laughs> Except who Marian Anderson was or that Maria Callas was apparently Greek. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's another person we should do another. Oh, In fact, yeah. there's two. She's right almost there. too big to do one on, though, I think. Don't you think? She's just too much of a thing. She should probably just be mentioned every episode forever. Yeah, another fact. Yeah. Today is Maria Callas fact. <laughs> <laughs> Opera bluff. <laughs> Did you know she died yes. in Paris? Did I make that up? No, like our heroine. She's buried in um, Père Lachaise, isn't it? And uh, what? Heroine? Uh, to the person I'm going to talk about today. Also ah. buried in Paris. Ah, oh, yeah, I got very confused like our there. Heroine. Yeah, yeah. I was like, the drug? What? Yeah, I thought, what? Well, <laughs> yes. Smacked up Maria Callas. <laughs> no, don't no. God, I've no. offended everyone. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so Kathy, you're okay, telling right. the story this week, are you? Yes, I am. I'm trying to. So I'm going to talk about, and this is not much of a thing, except that it's the woman on whom the character Violetta Valerie is based on. Yes. Oh! Okay, I don't know what that is, so you're going to have to tell me. And if I don't know okay. what it is, it means probably someone listening doesn't know what it is either. Absolutely. Why would you? Absolutely. Well, Violetta, Neve was um, is the heroine in Le Traviata. <laughs> Sorry, I was just going to get a brief synopsis. Um, not that we don't know the story. Should we go from memory, Emma? Oh, yeah. Okay. So um, she's there having a big party um, and there's all these gypsies for some reason dancing around the middle. She's and then a, this young guy, she's, she's a, a courtesan. Um, a courtesan. A bit Moulin Rouge, right? Think Moulin Rouge. Yes. Moulin Rouge. And then Ewan McGregor walks in and is like, oh, da, 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 love you. You're really <laughs> sexy. And she's like, no, no, no. I can't give my heart to anybody. Accepting as you pay, and he's like, oh, "My gift is mercy." <laughs> and, and then he leaves after they've sung the elephant duet, and she's like, oh, "I love elephants." It's something very high. I can't sing. And then she's like, "Oh my god, can't believe it! I've fallen in love. Let my heart." I I'm my retiring. I came in. Yeah. So anyway, they run off together. She retires. They run off together. Yes. Uh, and then his dad comes and is like, speaks to her and is like, oh, they're living in absolute, you know, bliss, right? Having the best time ever. And then her dad comes. Sorry, her dad. She doesn't have a dad. She's a woman. Uh, or a mother. <laughs> She's um, a woman. She and doesn't... he doesn't have a mother either because the mum's a woman. And, and women the dad appears yeah. and is like, um, hey, man, I have a daughter and she's only worth what people will pay to marry her. And you've ruined her reputation by running off with her brother and living in sin like this so if you don't want to ruin his life and my do- other daughter's life sorry he doesn't have another daughter uh, okay life, um you're gonna dump him and okay. whatever so she dumps him and she's like i'm doing this for you and he's like you're a bitch and then she's back in paris having a party mm. and then he appears and he's like here you go you slut and throws loads of money oh at her like it is like moulin rouge yeah. Yeah, totally. right. in fact, um, is Moulin Rouge based on it? No. I think yeah. Moulin Rouge is based on it, yes. Uh, and then she ends up with like tuberculosis or whatever. Oh my god. Uh, I mean what a rip off. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um and then he comes at the very end just before she dies and he's like, I'm really sorry, I didn't realise you actually loved me and I'm sorry for calling you a fucking whore. Because, uh, <laughs> I'm actually a nice guy, I swear. My passion. Yeah, I'm one and of the nice a- ones, you whore. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> And 
then there's a moment where there's something about where she needed the dad to say that she was grand. So he comes back and he's like, yes, I call you my other daughter now that you're dying and that's handy for me. I forgive mm. you for being a slut and a woman. Yep. Just because she dances a oh, oh yes. that don't make her a hoe. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then she dies. And then... That's that's it. Okay. So, but one thing in the depends on the production, doesn't it? Or am I making this up? She already knows that she's ill when Persia Monk comes and tells her to back off uh, for oh, his honor. Yes, perhaps. So I think so. Yeah. They're living in bliss, but she already knows that um, she's she's not very well. Coughing so she, up blood. Is yeah. that true? Have I made that up, mate? Am I? Um, I'm not sure. But the coughing up blood happens somewhere, which is actually yeah. really awkward. I feel sorry for sopranos that have to cough and sing at the same uh-huh. time. <laughs> Yeah, especially realistically. That makes it kind of honourable, though. If she did know, then she was like, oh, well, I won't let him, you know, waste yeah, his time. she knew in advance, actually, because maybe that's why she ran off with him in the first place. She was like, oh, well, fuck it, I've done to lose now. But I, I had in my head that was the case, but I, I, don't, I can't remember. It's not, it's not our rep. It's not email or my repertoire. So we uh, limited research in that. So. Yeah, limited. <laughs> I've, but, I've sung the old um, horse out the old um, Libya. Too many words, too many notes. <laughs> you know, um, it's so that yes, Neil, the one of the most famous opportunities actually, actually loads of the most famous brilliant opportunities comes yeah. from Fab. But, um, yeah, it sounds like. The, uh, oh, this is really bad. It sounds like all the pizza ads. Oh. Yes, <laughs> it is all the pizza <laughs> ads. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the pizza I'm sure there'll be a bit of um, trav at the end. So, so we have this lady, and basically, the opera pretty much follows very, very closely to a book, a play that was written after the book that was written after she died by Alexander Dumas. Dumas Fils, who is Alexander Dumas, who wrote The Three Musketeers, his son. Ah. That she had an affair with for about 11 months. And when he, after he wrote the book about her, he wrote it in like, so I, this is one thing, right, let me Google this. Because he either wrote it in eight days or eight weeks or, <laughs> and I can't remember, but I think it's eight days. Eight wrote, working like, days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, eight French working days. Let's not be too factful. So (laughs) she was born. The story of her life. So Neve, the whole thing is that she's like you know a repentant whore. Basically, she's like the character that is, you know, she's saved by all the men that are with her because Mm. she's she's just so base because she's a whore. Of course, she's not, and she's very bright, and everybody loves her because she's very very clever. Um, So then she's born in eighteen twenty four. On the 15th of January, so she's a Capricorn. But she's born to a brutal situation. Her father is a drunk and he's so violent towards her mother. She has a sister. He's so violent towards her mother that her mother has to run away and go into hiding. So then, yeah, it's really, really bad. This is the thing that nobody... Take them with him. She she couldn't. She had to just run away for her life. Oh. So, yeah, so she, as a young kid, was in a terribly violent uh, situation with a drunk father who then... um, her mum had to run away for her own safety, left two daughters behind. And then when she was 14, maybe 12, um, she got her father sold her to the local town lech. Yeah. Oh. He was 70 ah. years old. Oh, yeah. no. I know. Yeah. So she was she was completely abused and like 
um, traumatized and, um, you know, uh, and anyway, that lasted a couple of months. She ran away and then, uh, oh, she was found sort of bleeding in the middle of a field or something. So, uh, her father was also shamed about this because it was just a terrible, terrible thing to do. Obviously it was a terrible thing to do, but like nobody could ignore how awful it was. Anyway, so he went with her to Hang Paris on, and took her to Paris too. He was ashamed because people found out that he'd done that. Yeah. Or that she'd run away. Yeah, I think they would have known anyway, but um, but it was so obvious and so gross. Anyway, I, it's just gross. So that happened. So she was basically <laughs> being sold off as a, you know, yeah, as a child to, um, yeah. To, to the local anyway, LG pedophile. Brilliant. Let you pedo. So, um, so then he takes her to Paris and sells her to a dressmaker. Oh, anyway, so she comes to Paris and at the age of 14, 15, slash, and then she starts to very, very quickly become this courtesan. And did you know there's different levels, levels of courtesan in Paris? I mean, I assume there's like street hooker right up to like shagging the royalty. They're not the same thing. No, it was kind of like a job, like a job job, like like you know, like a geisha or something. Yeah, like, yeah, like a Michael and a yeah. I was thinking that. Yeah, the first level is called a grisette, I think, and they they're basically happy to be taken out by like students, and they go to like they get you know dinners bought for them, but nothing fancy. And then the, she has that, and then her second lover, whose name I can't remember, some guy is really, really lovely to her and gets her educated. This reminded me so much of that other one that we did. Sandwich. Yes, Sandwich Lady. <laughs> what sandwich. was her name? The Earl of Sandwich, was it? I just remember the Earl of Sandwich. Yes. Um, but what's her name? Oh, no. Again, remembering It's pretty mind. much the same. Yeah. 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 Look at you. <laughs> but basically, what you're saying misogynist. is... You had to get lucky with the man that you got... Yeah, kind of, except that the whole, so her whole thing is that she, um, she basically made this amazingly successful career for herself. She made this hugely successful career for herself because, um, she had this series of like four and probably more, but she worked her way up very, very quickly from being a grisette and going out with students to having her own salon to be before she was 20. (laughs) (laughs) Was she really good looking? They had this very good looking, no boobs, very good looking. So she was known for, yeah, no boobs. And she was known for having, um, for wearing cashmere shawls, which is one of the stages of being a courtesan. I think it's the second one up or the third one up. I can't remember. You have to be a certain (laughs) level before you can wear cashmere shawls. Like a black belt. (laughs) Yeah, black belt courtesan. Exactly. (laughs) So then, um, but because she was like, uh, well, like nice women couldn't be seen in all these salons and all these places with these educated men. But she got herself an education through her various lovers and then could be around all of these people that were very influential. Um, one of them ran ran the, um, I've got the name somewhere, ran the opera house. There was another guy that ran the, like maybe the Le Figaro or something, the paper. Oh my God, cool. So she was around all these people. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just she remembered was incredibly the name influential. of the lady we were talking about. Okay. Martha Who? Ray. Martha Ray. Oh, yes. Excellent. Martha Ray and the Earl of Sandwich, if people want to listen to that. That's very interesting. So interesting, we completely forgot <laughs> it. The Deadly Love Sandwich, I think it was. Yes, oh, the yeah, Deadly Love Sandwich. So this is like that, but in Paris. Oh. So she's called La Dame aux Camellias. The Deadly Love Sandwich. Uh, uh, no, the Le Love Crepe. 
<laughs> I thought you said love crab. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even that's different. It's disgusting. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then she, yeah, she had camellias. So Alexandre Dumas, Fils, uh, who wrote this book about her in eight days or eight weeks or whatever, they had this affair for 11 months. When he wrote the book, he wrote all these kind of fantastical things about her. Apparently, the book's really interesting, and we should all read it. Obviously, we should. It's the but dad, though, he right? was the, the son. Who wrote the book. No, this is the son. Okay, sorry. This is the son, who was only 24 years old, and people were like, this book can't be real, but it must be real, because he hasn't got enough life experience to make it up, so it must be real. Um, and it's basically the story of, of Traviata. He wrote the book and said that he made up the camellias thing about the fact that if she was on, like if she was available for business, she'd be wearing a white camellia. If she was not available for business because of her time of the month, she'd have a red camellia. And then That's the only time you're not available for business. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> he and then, said that he he attributed that to his amazing imagination. But actually, she has the records. She kept all the records from her... Uh, bills and it, she did have tons of bills for camellias she always had camellias isn't that so nice it's like white camellia open for business red camellia on your yeah. period grey camellia yeah. on annual leave at the moment <laughs> <laughs> I've got on we grey camellia's got on we today um, she did have a baby by one of the guys and she guess who she was a lover of who we've covered before oh. in a singer one one of the ladies that used to follow this man around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh Liszt. The, the, oh, Liszt. She was a lover of Liszt. Ah, yeah, well done, Neve. I know, he missed it. I got it. He said it. He said it. But your oh. mind, something happened with your mic. <laughs> well done, Neve. <laughs> yeah, I'm very smart. Yeah, but who I apparently really, really loved her. And so she was, you know how many women he had after him. And then he really loved her, apparently. But I've also read that he didn't really love her and he didn't want to be seen with her. She was really, really into him. So who knows what happened there? When she died, he was away on a tour and he came back. Well, I was about to say, it sounds like it was a, he really loved her, she really loved him, and no one knows. It sounds like it was just a really bad breakup. <laughs> you yes. know, the records got changed later. <laughs> I dumped well, him. Well, she had loads and loads of lovers that she was always really, really good friends with afterwards. She had this one guy that was like um, a septuagenarian in Paris that just used to pay for loads of stuff for her. It was completely platonic, and he basically taught her loads of stuff too. Accepted um, uh In his seventies, yes, does that just mean he was seventy? Yes. <laughs> anyway, he uh, list, by the way, wasn't that good looking. Yes. I don't understand. Oh, I saw pictures oh, really? of him. He seemed quite good looking. He looked like a shrew. I don't know, but when he was old, but I wasn't, I, I wasn't that. I'm gonna look him up I now. List the now. shrew. He's a bit mad looking, isn't he? List. Yeah, he's totally mad looking. But imagine him and Hector Berlioz going around together. He looked insane. Well, they must have looked absolutely in insane. In comparison to Berlioz, he probably was arty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you stand next <laughs> to him. That's the truth. <laughs> uh, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, okay, cool. So hang on. So she was with List. She was with this um, old dude, 70 guy, year old, who bought her shit. Yes. She had a baby with someone we can't remember. Did she keep the baby? Yes, can't remember. No. So oh. she went away um, and left the baby with the father who was a very well, I think he was a duke or something. And um, and then he sent her a message saying that the baby didn't make it and she was just devastated. But that might not be the case. Oh. What might have been the case was that the baby was actually sent away to be brought up properly away from a courtesan. Yeah. 
so. Oh, that's yeah. Oh. Either way, tragic. Oh. Mm. And that was when she was nineteen, oh, I think. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, you'd never. Oh, yeah, it's awful. You'd never have another kid again f- if that was the way you were treated. Oh. Well, she didn't, and then, um, and then, yeah, she got tuberculosis and died of consumption at the age of twenty-three. So she had this mega career. Ooh. I know. So we watch Traviata now and we're like, this is a fully grown, proper, proper woman who's been going through this life for a long, long time. No, no, no. She got to Paris when she was about 14, 15 and had this amazing career, influenced everyone, and then um, died at 23. And so, so much stuff has been written after her death about her life story. And, and she lives on in La Traviata. Obviously. Wow. What was her name again? It wasn't Violetta. Uh, Marie Duplessis. So she added the do when she was 16. She got to Paris and she was like, this isn't fancy enough. I'm Marie Plessis. This is not fancy enough. Cool. So she added the Duplessis. Wow. Who else did that? I feel like there's somebody that did that in our day and age, like Maria de Cari or something. Who did I that? I don't know, but actually it's kind of genius. Did they sing Traviatas? Yeah. <laughs> is it Joyce de Donato? Joyce Donato. Is it? No, no, I don't think no, so. Hang on, I'm going to giggle it now. It's Joyce Donato, yeah. the real name. <gasps> um, Joyce Donato, for anyone who doesn't know, is a very, very famous and very brilliant mezzo, American mezzo. Very brilliant. D. It's a bit like, Donna. do you know Dawn yes, Porter? Yes, Dawn O'Porter. That's so cool. Yeah, Dawn O'Porter. I like that. <laughs> Mary and Irish person that's sticking an O in your name. Exactly, yeah. Joyce, oh no, married Alex Di Donato, from whom she gives her surname at 21. Oh, they divorced after being together for 14 years. It's not her name. Her name is Flaherty. She married at 21? Yes, but also, Joyce Di Donato is actually Joyce Flaherty. You can see why she didn't revert back, right? Yes. Mm. Yeah, it's a good name, Di Donato. <laughs> yeah. When did everybody else get married? I feel like singers that get married really, really young. I just, I'm all for it. Well done. How? <laughs> when I was 21, I was too drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, oh, that's mad, isn't it? Mad. Anyway, um, Kathy, that was a great story. Very short. But that's fine. Um, thank you for listening. Thank to you so Opera much. Bluffs. Thanks, Come guys. again. Find us on all the social meds at Opera Bluffs. To be honest, we're the only Opera Bluffs. So if you can't find us, you're an idiot. Um, can I say that? No, <laughs> no, I don't mean you're actually an idiot. I mean, thank you for listening. And no, we you're love a beautiful, you. beautiful yeah, person. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. And we shall see you soon. Okay, bye, guys. Rate, review, and subscribe. Bye. Yep. Bye. 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 bye.